Welcome to the Influencer Marketing Blueprint, where we teach e-commerce brands the three-step formula that drives revenue, not just likes. I'm Cody Woodick. And I'm Taylor Lagasse, and we're here to guide you to influencer marketing success. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode, and it is just me today, solo. I realize for video listeners, I have a CrossFit workout behind me. So yeah, don't do this one if you can actually read it. It's terrible, but I don't know why I wrote that up on the board because I certainly don't work out in my office. Um, But anyways, we are back today with another episode. It is solo here. No Taylor. He is currently on his honeymoon, enjoying the time with his now wife. Um, So you just get to listen to me today. And today we're going to be talking about Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, in advance of that, the looming recession and how to think about those two together. But really quick, um, let's get into the fact that all of you listening never feel like you probably have enough creative. Today's e-commerce landscape is in high demand of... Um, and high volume of and frequency of content. Um, the content must be engaging, relevant enough to break through the noise, and particularly on people's crowded feeds. And what we're talking about today, especially come BFCM, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and holiday time, those feeds become even more crowded. Um, CPMs are crazy high, and people, I'm sure, are starting to see that increase little by little as we get prep for Q4. So obviously because of the high demand and high volume and high demand of the volume of content that you you guys need, the making and acquiring of that content takes a lot of time, money, effort, maintenance. So it's a real pain point for you guys. And so we're going to be talking a little bit, a bit of a review from some past episodes of comparing influencers to studio shoots or UGC platforms, um, we're gonna combine all of it. I'm gonna share my screen for video for video peeps. Sorry for the audio listeners. And we're gonna be comparing the two and just how you can go about thinking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday. So maybe you have a you have a new product launch coming out and prep for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and you're trying to go about thinking about that. You're thinking about, okay, how do I spend my cash? especially when you guys are worried about costs, where you're gonna get high quality assets and at scale, uh, because everybody needs content, you're gonna be creating new ads, you're gonna be looking to scale your ad account come this time of year, and especially if you have a new product launch, and I'm gonna go through that scenario as if I was a brand, what I'd be doing. But for the video listeners, I'm gonna share my screen, and I'm gonna show you sort of something that we've done in the past, And that has looked like taking in your budget calculator. So people on video can see this, but for audio listeners, we're just going to be taking your COGS breakdown and we're going to be looking at all these different things of cost of goods sold plus shipping. That's what I'm really getting into. So if we take the scenario of you have a $50 COG plus shipping, basically the whole total cost to send out one order for free. Again, we're talking, we're going to be talking about seating, how that compares in past episodes. And I'm sure listeners by now know what seating means, but sending out free product to influencers. How does that compare in terms of costs, um, especially with a looming recession, all these different things, trying to keep costs as low as possible, keep profit as high as possible come Q4. With seating, we want to look at this. So look at the scenario. 
50 bucks, you know, not exactly cheap in terms of the cogs, but that could be maybe on the high end for some of you. Let's just take the scenario of where we reach out and actually seed 50 uh, or 100 of those products to 100 different influencers. You know, let's benchmarks for success. So looking at this, 20% opt-in rate to receive product. So you're going to get 20 people, 20% to receive. So 100, let's say that 100 is that 20%. 30% post rates. So 30 of your 100 would post and two and a half posts per influencer. So what we see at Kinship when we do this at scale is that 30 influencers will post two to three times. Take the median there, that's 75 total assets. Um, if you get those assets ready for that account, that becomes 150. So your cost is five grand. Now, some of you might be thinking like, man, that's five grand of just free product that I sent out to 100 influencers. That's a steep expense. But when you actually look at the minimum expectations of what you get back, price per unique asset, 66 bucks. Price per asset, $33 if you're gonna create iterations and follow that process. So just how it compares to other things, and this is what we've talked about in other episodes, so a little bit of a review, but creative agency, studio shoot, you're looking at these different price points. The UGC platform, I'd recommend going back and listening at, at, at length how we talk about the UGC platform. And then if you have an internal designer, just how many hours, if let's say he or she spends half the time creating ads per month, just on a price per ad created. And then if we wanna look at how many of these influencers post, if we went to a micro influencer agency, what the price would be. So again, for audio listeners, 100 influencers get product, 30 end up posting two to three times. That's 75 posts at a five grand at a $50 cog times 100 influencers. That's five grand divided by 75 posts. That is $66 per unique asset or price per organic post. Again, 66 bucks to go to 30 influencers to post two to three times. So 60 to 90 posts. You're looking at a minimum of 25K, sometimes we get north, these are actual quotes, so 40 to 150K for the, that many posts to a micro-influencer agency comparing costs to a studio shoot. So, gonna stop sharing my screen now for a video, but when we look at the price, you know, you have to understand that where are, else are you going to get high quality assets this cheap? If you're following our seeding philosophy, if you follow that methodology of reaching out to 100 influencers, getting them product, seeing that they post no strings attached, and then they post post two to three times. And even if you take, you know, at that $66 per asset, just comparing that to all the other vehicles where you can get content. What I opened up the episode with talking about just the importance of getting high volume and frequency of content consistently. And we're talking about these influencers posting on their social feeds and it's the most cost-effective rate compared to the other alternatives. Why wouldn't you do this? And so the time is now to invest with influencer in a recession with people worried about costs. You have to think about what are the alternatives to get high quality assets and turn it into ad creative at scale. This seems to be just looking at the numbers, the best case scenario. So, you know, and even if you break it down to, you only reach out to hundred influencers going back to that 20% opt-in rate, you get 20 people that get products, six 
posts at that 30% minimum expectation, they post two to three times, that's 15 assets that you didn't have. A lot of ad agencies or even your ad team is getting 15 assets launched in a total month. So let's think about that when it times, um, you know, when it comes to influencer marketing, it has to be the most cost-effective option that you go with, um, especially around Q4. You can't do the pay for post model. Prices are gonna be incredibly hiked. Um, you want to avoid that competition. Influencers are savvy. They know that they're going to be hounded by brands come Q4, come advance r- right around October. Their price points are going to go up. Um, so how do you avoid that? How do you eventually, and even if you want to get to that route, and I'm going to talk a little bit about if I were a D2C brand with a new product launch, what I'd be doing now um, in advance of that holiday, even in advance of, okay, maybe I do want to pay for some posts to go out live on BFCM. How do I avoid those increased prices? Again, seeding is going to be your best bet because you're going to have an organic, genuine advocate prior to reaching out to that influencer cold um, as opposed to that model. So guys, just something to think about consideration. Everybody's tight with cash right now. So you want to be really making the most cost-effective options and decisions right now. So if I were you, let's go into the scenario. If I were a D2C brand, now, right now, listening to this, I would employ two to three interns, overseas VAs, contractors, and have them learn from this podcast, our course, our Twitter threads. In fact, I'll send you anything that you want to equip your team to do this internally. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, man, I'll just take up that offer, please DM me on Twitter, reach out on our website. I'd love to get you guys all the resources and help, but I would hire cheap labor So interns, overseas VAs, get your friends and family, you know, your high schoolers that are looking for an internship and have them identify and reach out to, if you want to do it on TikTok, TikTok Creator Marketplace, completely free, get that set up. And I would just reach out to 500, get as many as you can. I would make the goal of 500 influencers, create a list, check out their video content creation ability, prioritize that above all else and reach out to 500 influencers offering to send them the product, no strings attached. Okay, so I would ID 500 influencers right now. By the time you're listening to this, it's gonna be September. You're already a little bit behind. So I would get on this, try to get cheap labor, uh, cost-effective labor so that you can um, employ this because certainly you, the brand owner right now, don't have the time to ID 500 influencers all at once. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of time to do this internally. So as soon as you have that piece done, then you'd outreach to all 500. You should expect to seed 100 influencers. Okay. So that goes into that breakdown where if you seed them product, what product do you send out? I would send out your bestseller. I would, I would, if I were you and if I was a D2C brand, I'd be sending out my bestseller. Let's say I have a product launch coming up November 1st, being employed right before BFCM. It would be a smart launches. I'm sure some of you are timing different product launches around in advance or right around the beginning of November. Seeding 100 influencers, you have a minimum. By the time you listen to this, it, the process is around a month. You have 30 influencers that are big fans of you, proven to post for free without you even asking. They're a genuine advocate. You have 30 people that are big fans of you. Um, they've posted come mid-October. 
as soon as they post, I would be getting those assets, asking for content rights and getting those right into the ad account in advance of this product launch and also just getting it into the ad account to try to leverage your ad account and add performance. Now you have 30 influencers that are big fans of you guys. They've proven a post free of cost without you even asking. This new product launch that I have coming up in the beginning of November, I'm going to employ them as my seating roster, as my influencer roster now. Okay. So I have 30 fans. I'm going to be sending them right away the new product. If it's different product and it's not the best seller because it hasn't been launched yet, then I would send them the new product um, immediately. And maybe at this point, now you start asking about, hey, you're a big fan of us. Thank you so much for letting us use your content in that account. We'd love to send you our new product launch coming out November 1st. And we'd love to uh, financially uh, work together, work together in an official capacity and start taking those conversations to all 30 people, whether that's at the very minimum, a a UGC contract, an affiliate contract, getting them onboarded onto your affiliate program. Or if you do want to, at this point, start doing a pay for post model, still would be hesitant around that. But what I would say, even if you guys disagree with the seating philosophy and want to do pay for post, and you're just really gung ho about it on launch day, it's not a bad idea to have 30 influencers posting all at once on launch day about this new product when they've already previously posted to their audience and now their audience is warmed up to your brand. Um, getting those 30 influencers to employ that, you are going to be paying cheaper costs than if you approach those 30 influencers cold. It's just no doubt about it. It's proven. I've done that time and time again. And it's been proven to me, you know, even my days at Kalo, when we started that relationship through seating, the price point was significantly cheaper, if not cut in half. So if I was a DTC brand, I would be open to that idea. And depending on what the price points that I do get back uh, to have 30 of those influencers that posted for free previously to motivate them and pay them to post about the new product launch on product launch day. Or I would also look into BFCM and promoting the promotions that you guys are running around that time. The overall point, macro point, is now you have an army of influencers that you can employ on mission to promote you guys around holiday time. And that's why seating is so important to lead up to Black Friday, Summer Monday. So to wrap it up, um, also, as a call to action, offering the budget calculator so you guys can put in your specific cogs, especially for the audio listeners, you didn't get to see the format, but just a very clear, concise way of just inputting your cogs plus shipping, how that dictates your seating costs and how that um, compares in terms of a price per unique asset, price per asset, price per organic post, all the same, basically. And wanting to you guys to see on paper just how it is the most cost effective option in terms of acquiring content. There is just a little bit more labor on the front end. And again, if I were a DTC brand, this is what I would do. I employ two to three interns, overseas VAs, uh, some cost-effective labor um, to really get going on this come Q4, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And if you guys, and I'm sure one to two at a minimum, have a new product launch coming around beginning in November or even beginning December that you guys would want an army of influencers to employ and promote the new product launch, then Seating is going to be, again, going to be your most cost-effective route in terms of lowering post rates. 
So quick hitter today, um, looming recession, Q4, BFCM, you guys are tight on cash, wanted to be really smart with your cash, but yet you also are in high demand of the, the frequency of content and engaging and relevant content that needs to be break through the noise um, coming up here in the last quarter of the year. So again, really want to equip you guys to do this internally. So please reach out, DM me on Twitter and reach out on our website, kynship.co. Um, you can reach out there, Cody Wittick, Cody underscore Wittick, W-I-T-T-I-C-K. Um, if you're not following me already, that is a shame on you guys. Shame on you. If you And please reach out and DM me and I'm happy to equip you guys um, to go out and do this internally. But thanks for listening as always um, and see you next time. All right, that's all for today. If you'd like some help developing your influence marketing campaign, go ahead and DM us on Twitter. Links are in the description. Or you can head to kinship.co to learn more and you can book a call there. That's K-Y-N-S-H-I-P dot C-O. At kinship.co, you also find tools, templates, and resources all designed to help you grow an influencer campaign that drives visibility and sales, not just likes. Thanks for tuning in as always, and we'll see you next week.